Tell we'll you what, about. though, yeah. Will Zalatoris. Yeah, I, uh, that, that's, I'm already counting that as a loss. Don't, we'll talk about this later. Let's yeah. get the, we don't want to keep James waiting, but I'm mad at you, like really pissed off. Yeah, James Young's a basketball analyst for Sports Grid, also, of course, a former basketball coach. I see here you're also on a 10-1 heater over the last couple of days. But Let's look, go. Like we're, we're talking about like college basketball this year, man. It is it's starting to piss me off, I'm not going to lie, because it is so unpredictable, and it is so hard to gauge where Purdue is, or Houston is, or UConn is, or anybody, week by week. How are you sort of approaching this season with the sample size that we now have, and really the instability of these games day in and day out? <laughs> You're relying on 18 to 22-year-old college boys, which means you don't know, know what you're going to get out of them on any given day. So for, for me, uh, one thing I'm looking at is I'm looking at for them uh, in regards to the college game is I'm trying to stay away from uh, favorites on the road. Um, like, for instance, tonight, I, I can't trust Iowa. Um, I think it's something where a team, I can't trust them. Anytime I see, especially a ranked team on the road as a favorite, if it's a spreader six or less, I'm staying away. Hint, hint, tonight with Purdue. I just seem like I get burned too many times by road favorites in conference early on in the season. Hey, James, let me pick your brain on one game that I really like tonight, but I could easily be on the wrong side just because I never know what to expect in the Pac-12. Uh, last Saturday, man, that was a great game. I don't know if you caught Arizona and UCLA. Big win for Arizona at home. I kind of like USC. USC is just really tough to beat at home, 9-1. and one. Boogie Ellis is having a big season, over 20 points per game, but I don't really like betting against Mick Cronin and that UCLA defense. What are your thoughts on this game, USC-UCLA uh, USC, tonight, if any at all? Such a hard game to predict tonight, to be honest with you, because USC usually beats UCLA you know, at we should, home. We should maybe reconnect with James, because yeah. I, I think we're having some issues with the, uh, with with the, the audio. audio. I never yeah. know, though, if it's like refresh. my headset. Refresh. Just push refresh like 16 times, James. Just this, refresh, This happened refresh. to me earlier today. And they were like, "No, Ryan, you just got to take your uh, OnlyFans account down." Because I was doing, I was doing my content today. Were you, were you doing some of your TikTok dances for, on OnlyFans, the yeah. naked ones that you run around? Yeah. I don't think people know that about you. I was giving out my picks today. I was like, I don't know if you uh, ladies know this, but uh, a lot of people are going to talk about the Chiefs secondary being a bunch of bums. They're actually uh, since week nine a top ten defense. TVOA. <laughs> James, do we have you? Let's see if it worked this time. All right, check check round two. Is that any better? I think we got you. I think we got you. I think we got you. I was asking you about you, uh, USC and UCLA. <laughs> USC, a five-point dog, taking on UCLA. I got to stay away from it. If it's anything, it's USC. I, yeah. I, I have an issue with these with these teams, especially ranked teams as favorites. Um, I think there's an issue with that, and I just don't like touching that game. So I kind of stayed away. There's another team in the Pac-12 I like on the road a little bit better, and it's the other team that played in that game on Saturday do not, night. Do not say Oregon. No, 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 okay. no, 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 He's not, he's no. not saying. Yeah. Come on, all right, all right, all right, okay. I'm talking about Arizona. All right, on the okay. Road against Washington State. Arizona, if they go inside to those two big men, they're a problem. The problem with Arizona is when they bomb away. They have a big height advantage inside. I think they start to get rolling. I think that was a good win from over the weekend over UCLA, I do like Arizona on the road minus the points. Let's talk a little bit about the NBA, James. I know that's what you and I both talk about a lot. Uh, I'm really curious your thoughts right now on our Sacramento Kings. They are now the leaders to win the division. Probably got to make a move right at the deadline because 
defensively, especially at the backup center position, it needs some work. What are your overall thoughts on how far the Kings can go? I mean, TK, I feel like you and I were kind of on the light the bean train before it became popular. popular. You know, so yeah. we're like trendsetters when it comes to light the bean. So I, I do, I do think um, they do need some help on the back line defensively, uh, especially as a backup big. They have legitimately five guys that can get you 20 points a night. And they can beat you different ways, whether it's at the guard spot with De'Aaron Fox, Whether at the three, obviously Harrison Barnes as a a stretch three, four. Keegan Murray at the Swiss Army knife. And then obviously Sabonis with with Malik Monk coming off the bench. To me, they got to strengthen their depth in the front line a little bit. If they could do that, TK, they can get to the second round of the playoffs. I think it's also going to depend on who their matchups are. If they have to go against a dominant big, I think they could be in trouble. But non-dominant big, I could see them getting to the second round. What kind of big are you thinking? Like, who would be a target that you think is realistic for them? To, to me, you know, I look at the hometown guy with the Knicks. I think a Hartenstein would be great for a team like them. Um, but I don't think they're going to move Hartenstein now with the fact that Mitchell Robinson is hurt, and now they need Hartenstein to play with Jericho Sims. But a backup big that can stretch the floor, that can shoot, can bang a little bit. I wonder if maybe a Serge Ibaka could, I know he's old, and he, but he can mm. give you something, and he can stretch the floor as a five. You don't have to you don't have to change up your offense too much from Sabonis because he can play outside like Sabonis can. Pretty good passer. Serge Ibaka be be someone you can get on the cheap. Talking to James Young, almost right. free. Yeah, I, the West is interesting. This is a, we've gone back and forth on this a lot on this show, and it, it's it feels as wide open as at least that conference has been in a long time, mainly because the Warriors continue to hover around 500, and they just don't look like and that's a whole obviously other conversation with what's going on with them. But big picture in the West right now, who's the team that you have most com- just the most confidence in? When you watch them, you say, this is a team that looks like they can get to the NBA Finals. Because to me, like I've been on the Nuggets train for like the last two years, but they just they obviously couldn't stay healthy. I- I've been ex- just waiting to see what they look like when they're fully healthy. And I watch them now and go, I mean, they got all the pieces to make a legit Finals run. Where are you on the Western Conference? I mean, if I could go to Montgomery Brewster and say none of the above, I, I would play that because it, it changes every week. You got to pick week. somebody, James. We gotta got to pick it. somebody. All right. So if I'm going to pick someone, bro, I am going with Denver. Uh, here is why. Number one is if they can stay healthy with Michael Porter Jr. and obviously Jamal Murray, that is huge for Joker because now Joker doesn't have to get you 35 points in a playoff game to win. What that also does is that lengthens the lineup. Aaron Gordon becomes your number four scorer, and he's a very good number four scorer. Weak side rebounder, run the break, knock down a perimeter jump shot every once in a while. You have KCP as your, as your two, and then you have that backup duo, uh, group of guys like Bones Highland, Jeff Green, if they can get himself healthy. Bruce Brown has been really good. And the key thing out of anything is you got to go, Nick, to there. You got to go and play there four times in a seven-game series. If they can get the number one seed, I really do think it is the Denver Nuggets, as long as they can stay healthy, can legitimately come out of the Western Conference. Hey, James, I've been looking at the defensive player of the year market because with Steven Adams' injury, he's going to miss three to five weeks. I just I don't trust Jaron Jackson to stay out of foul trouble. Also, I think now he's going to be relied upon more on the glass. And 
He's minus 210, and we haven't even reached all-star break. So I feel like that's the only market, really, where you could attack right now. Brooke Lopez is plus 750, but he's not getting any younger. Maybe they use some load management the second half of the season. Who do you like more, Defensive Player of the Year? Would it be somebody like Nick Claxton, plus 750? Bam, 12 to 1? Or maybe Draymond, like 25 to 1, or OG Ananobi at 28 to 1? Is there any value in any of these guys? Or do you think Jaron Jackson's just going to win the award? Nick Claxton is coming. I mean, he's coming. I mean, he's really coming. And he's become, I mean, think about this. The Nets went from a team, you're like, man, they play no goddamn defense. So, so now they're saying they may have one of the best rim protectors in the NBA, in Nicholas Claxton. So for me, it's Nicholas Claxton. I'm not going on that Draymond train. That train done left the station. Maybe <laughs> sure, you could say yeah. Bam. If, if you could say maybe Bam at 13 or 1 or 12 or whatever you just said. But I would say those two. The other problem with Jaron Jackson Jr. is two things. One, you're right. He gets into foul trouble a whole hell of a lot. And he doesn't have yeah. Steven Adams to protect him now when he's a weak side shot blocker playing with Steven Adams. Second thing is, is he gets hurt a lot. I mean, a lot. So you never know if he's going to turn down and get an injury. I would say because of the way the Nets are trajecting upwards, I think it could be Nick Claxton. And if the Miami can ever get their act together, it could help Bam's case as well. Yeah, let's talk about the Miami Heat. What's your read on them? Because it just doesn't feel like they've been consistent all year. They've had injuries up and down. Kyle Lowry is just plain old. I don't know what they're going to do in terms of finding a, a, a point guard. There's already some chatter about them going after some pieces. It just doesn't feel like the same Miami team that we've seen in years past. Doesn't it feel like, TK, when, when Jimmy Butler missed that three, the window just, just yeah. shut? Like, it just felt like it just shut. Shut it, boarded it up, it's done, go home. I mean, how are you, Kyle Lowry, losing weight? You went on a Dick Gregory diet. You went on the Peloton, and you got slower. Like, I don't know how that happens. You know, I, I try to go on the Peloton, and I get, I, I get a little bit quicker, but this guy went the other way. So, to me, Kyle Lowry, it's done with. I think that window is closing. I wonder if, if you go get... A, uh, another point or someone new, maybe like a Van Fleet or someone who may be on the move. It's got to be a younger guard that's going to be there for a long time. It can't be someone that's going to be like quick can't be like Mike Conley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, can't no, no, be no, no, Mike Conley. Yeah, can't hey. be Mike Conley. Yeah, he's too old. Sorry, it's just a, it it it's just another yeah. Kyle Lowry scenario. Well, well. there you go. I don't know. Well, no, I, I will not, I will not have any Mike Conley slander on this here program. I like Mike Conley. Hey, listen, Conley is a backup point guard or I'm like guy rattled. gets you 25 minutes you for a contender would certainly make a difference. Hey, where are you on the Sixers right now? They've won six straight. I mean, we've been talking about this team for years from trust the process to now Embiid and, you know, potentially winning an MVP this year. And then James Harden doesn't care. And then he looks out of shape in the playoffs and he's back and it's different. Throws a cake over, you know, on his birthday overboard. Like, it's just, there's always something with this team but you also watch them and you see these flashes where you go oh that's that's what they're trying to do there are you buying into this this six straight wins philadelphia 76ers or do you still see a team that eventually once we get to the playoffs that's when we really know what type of team they are i'm buying them but there's one big problem that you didn't mention doc rivers <laughs> that that is my concern more than anything with the Sixers. MB could stay healthy. Harden wants that check. You know, look, look at like Kyrie's doing it too. You know, all of a sudden, brothers want to get that check that and they true. start playing really well and they start <laughs> zipping up their mouth and playing and stay away from the fast food. And you know what I'm saying? So, to me, 
they are a team with Tyrese Maxey elevating his game, the toughness of P.J. Tucker, they could be there. My only concern, guys, is, I mean, can we really trust Doc Rivers? Like, that's what it's coming down to. Doc Rivers and Footholzer. Who are you taking? Footholzer. Doc Rivers or, or uh, the guy at Boston? I'm taking the guy at Boston. Missoula. I'm taking Jock Vaughn over Doc Rivers right now. That's my concern with that. Let's team. not slander Jacques Vaughn like that. Jacques Vaughn has him playing some good, some good defense right now, Coach Young. Don't do I don't want to get the lady mad at me tonight. He said even Jacques gave the even Jacques Vaughn. All right. Listen, listen. I will say this to go back to going to Brooklyn real quick. I am a big believer in them. A huge believer in them. Because TK is right. There is a there is an adult in the room now holding guys accountable. And Claxton and Simmons have shored up the defense for Brooklyn. If Kyrie could just not do anything stupid, if they can get Katie healthy, oh. and if Joe Harris can just make a couple One, of three. shots, mm-hmm. a couple, I ain't asking for 20. Give me 10. And you get stuff with Patty Mills and Seth Curry, and don't sleep on T.J. Ward, who is a bucket getter. Yes. That team is legitimately, legitimately can come out of the East. That that man's on a reverse Peloton diet, too, as well. <laughs> I think uh, so T.J. Ward, he's looking a little bit rough. Uh, yeah, really, really, co- really quick, Coach. We got about 45 seconds max, like 30 seconds, actually. Is, is Are the Bucks going to be okay? I don't think so. I'm concerned with them. I don't think – they don't look engaged. I don't like their bench when they trade Grayson Allen. What is that going to get you? Wesley Matthews, no. Brooke Lopez is seven foot nine inches tall and gets five rebounds in a game. I don't trust them anymore. I think they're, they, I think the, it's Boston or Brooklyn right now in the East. And listen, Brooklyn at full strength. We know when you have Kevin Durant, that's a whole different team without question. He's James Young. Always good stuff, man. Thanks for coming on with us. See you next time, guys. Thanks.